6 o'clock. It's Monday. It's time for Milk Workshop here on Mutiny Radio. Uh, not a lot of comics tonight, so we definitely have time for comments if people want to take notes and share and be nice and helpful and whatnot. Uh, yeah, we're, we're going to wait for a couple more comics to show up so we have sort of a quorum. And, uh, and then we'll get started on the Energy Workshop. It's like movies and trash where there's always a girl and she's sweet dreams. When the music goes down and the traffic has stopped and nobody talks at all. When they turn off the town, I hear a heartbeat. And I shut all the shades and the radio stops and nobody moves. which is technically a quorum. If you count me, that's five. That's absolutely a quorum. So we'll get started here. Um, usually four-minute sets, but we'll do five just because there's hardly anybody on the list. There's only 11 people on the list tonight. So even if we all do five minutes, it's still under an hour, and we have time for comments, et cetera, et cetera. So your first comedian, everybody, clap your hands in a wild slappy-like motion for Newman Shake. Yeah, thanks, guys. Happy Monday. Um, yeah, a little bit about me. Um, I drool in my sleep. I drool a lot in my sleep. And I was sleeping with this girl recently, and she got mad at me for drooling. Which I did not think was fair because she spit in my mouth like 20 minutes ago. So that didn't seem right. Um, I broke up with my girlfriend. Rec- my girlfriend broke up with me recently. That's that's what I meant to say. Girlfriend broke up with me because she said she had commitment issues. Which I did not believe because she's watched every episode of Law & Order SVU. And I'm like, how are you going to watch 900 episodes of people getting violently sexually assaulted? But then I'm too much. You know, that's crazy. Um, let's see, I'm, I'm changing the way I date now. Like I'm only dating white women, not cause I like them more. I just feel like women of color already go through enough, you know, that's, um, been a lot of, they're building a lot of anti-homeless architecture in the city. I'm a big fan of that. I really am. I think they should go all the way. Cause you don't want to know what's the most extreme form of anti-homeless har- architecture, housing. So, you know, that's, Yeah. Um, what else? I, uh, see, I turned 22 recently. 22 is a weird age for me. 22 is an age where, like, my dumbest friends are having kids. And I gotta fix, support them. Because I can't go to my friends and be like, you know what's the best thing you could do for your kid? Leave. 
So like now I'm just slowly watching my friends race the next generation of Wendy's employees. It's very entertaining. Highly recommend. Um, the Apple screen time feature, that's a weird feature on your phone, right? Because it's a feature that makes you feel bad about using their product too much. Like no other company can get away with that. Like Xbox can have a thing where they're like, if you play more than three hours a day, we're going to call, we're going to send you a letter calling you a virgin. You know, like that's, that's not something they can do. Um, let's see what else. I don't know. How are you guys liking my set so far? Is it okay? Yeah, that's, that's sweet. Um, we're in a recession right now, apparently, which I personally couldn't tell because I was born in 2000. So like my entire life has kind of been a recession. Like I think the only difference between now and then is like I finally understand why my dad was crying so much. Like that's all I get. Now I'm going to cry with him. That's all that's going to happen. I, um, let's see. Uh, my college, a college professor once told me. He was like, to understand hard work, you either got to go through, you either, either got to join the military or work a customer service job. And personally, I think customer service is way harder because like there's no support groups for us. You know, like we don't have like movies made about like Starbucks baristas or anything. There's no, there's no saving Pete's coffee or anything like that. You know? Yeah. All right. I like that one. Um, <laughs> part of Gen Z. But I think Gen Z and Millennials, we're pretty much the same. Like, we're, we're like, really poor and, like, really progressive. Like, the only difference between, the only difference between, like, Gen Z and Millennials, in my opinion, is I feel like Millennials grew up dreaming about buying a house, only to be, like, really disappointed. And then I grew up being like, wow, I really want a dishwasher. You know, that would be dope. Yeah, um... A big fan of reality TV. I like reality TV because it makes me feel better about how I'm doing as a person. Like, I'm very single right now. But I was watching The Bachelor and I was like, you know what? I've never been desperate enough to go to ABC for help. Like, that's not where I'm at. <laughs> also, I like HGTV. I like HGTV because that's the only network that's explicitly saying fuck poor people, you know? Like, um, you guys watch that show Fixer Upper? It's a weird show. It's a show where someone has a leaky faucet and their solution is to destroy their entire home and build a new one. Like, I don't know. I feel like if HGTV wants to be more relatable, they need to make a spinoff of House Hunters and just call it Risky Rentals. We're just a bunch of 20-somethings looking out that closet they stuffed Harry Potter in and being like, you know what? It's, it's, it's nice. You know, it's okay. All right. I think that's my time. Shake everyone. Does anybody have any comments? This is almost a hot five. You know, you've got a new script, new joke. That spit in the mouth joke is new. That's nice. Any other comments? Yay, everybody clap. Yay. All right, your next comedian. You can see him tomorrow night on Hates Debates. Clap your hands together for Spencer Devine. some room in the back you know for some seating uh yeah the three bears in goldilocks and the three bears full of shit okay everyone likes to paint goldilocks as the villain they're like oh go 
That little girl broke into the, their home when they weren't home, and she ate their porridge, and she sat in their chairs, and then she took a nap. That was a child lost in the woods, and, and we have more compassion for three bears that somehow own a home in the middle of the woods, and they can talk. And why are the porridges different temperatures if they were cooked and served at the same time? Okay? If anything, Papa Bear's bowl would be the coldest because it's the largest bowl with the most surface area. I call bullshit. She sat in a chair meant for a baby bear and that shit broke apart. Are you meaning to tell me that a nine-year-old girl malnutrients... No malnutrients. Fuck you. Fuck you. This is my syntax, my time. Malnutrients is going to sit in a chair meant for a baby brown bear and break that shit. And she just sat in it and it broke. That was an accident waiting to happen. Okay? And insurance fraud okay how if, if bears can't lock their homes they don't have opposable thumbs the whole thing's bullshit hook was a movie about when peter pan grew up and got old uh if they made a movie about pinocchio uh it would be sad because he would never become a real boy and now he's an ottoman uh pinocchio too uh i think that being a dog person is a more important question than it used to be. Like, people used to be like, are you a dog person? You say, yeah, I'm kind of into dogs. I also own a dog. And you would go on with your day. Now people ask if you're a dog person because they want to know if you're a sociopath and if they can trust you. Uh, if people want to know if you're a cat person, that's big, that's their... It's a, a health check okay they want to make sure if people want to know if you're a rat person it's because you're weird and they need an explanation uh you guys know about rat kings uh when a bunch of rats you know it gets cold and wet and they all just roll into a ball uh and then they it's like an orgy nightmare they can't untangle uh just a, an, an infinity sphere of human centipedes uh, Rat Kings used to be like the, uh, something, you know? They used to be like the main villain in the Nutcracker, and now they're like if teleporting technology went wrong in a movie, and then he's just a ball of rats. Uh, it's like uh, the Power Rangers wanted to do the Megazord, but they didn't get like the blueprints beforehand. And it's like, ah, oh, fuck, just arms and legs coming out all over the place. Rats are gross, and I don't think people should own them. If people want to know if you're a lizard person, that's because the lizard people are in our government, and they <laughs> need to be stopped, okay? But it, it'd be pretty easy to, like, notice a lizard person. People are like, oh, anyone could be a lizard person. Have you ever seen someone running around in the sunshine, and then they stop in the shade, and they just... <laughs> and then they lick their own eyeballs... Uh, has anyone ever legitimately said that you should try a cricket? That's lizard food, okay? Has anyone ever pulled off an extra layer of skin? That's psoriasis, and you should be sensitive. Uh, you could be at dinner with someone, and you're like, hey, 
I think you're a lizard person, but are you also a dog person? And they're like, no, I don't think so. And then you pull out your gun and you shoot them because it's a more serious question than it used to be. Be safe. I've been Spencer Devine. Thank you. Hooray, Spencer Devine. He's a whirlwind of genius ideas just floating around. Uh, hey, your next comedian needs a tall drink of water. Put your hands together for Ian Langland. Comedy. Hey, everybody. What's up? Hold on one second. Got to fix this. Okay. We're going to do... I forgot I was next. That's my bad. Hi. Mutiny Radio. Hello. How you doing? Hey, Bo. I know everybody in this room. How are you guys? Let's just talk about our days. No, let's not. Um, I get into arguments a lot with uh, people in my parents' generation. I'm Gen Z. They're boomers. Getting arguments a lot. And the arguments are almost always about how I don't understand customs from their time, which I never really understood. Like, why would I know anything from the 60s and 70s? I wasn't there. One time I got called mentally handicapped for not knowing the lead actor of Gilligan's Island. I don't really... I felt a little excessive. I, I don't know how I'm going to know that information. I got into a, a really big argument with my uncle because I told him I'd never written a letter. He was like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> He was like, this generation screwed. I miss the days where we would huff asbestos and eat lead. Those were the days. And then I like show them Google on their phone and they're like, whoa, Steve Jobs. Sorry we all can't be tech geniuses. Thank you for bearing with me. It's always great when you commenting about how badly the joke did did better than the joke. This is good. Are you having fun, Jared? Okay. I was on Nextdoor. Uh, you guys know the app Nextdoor? It's like it reports like all neighborhood happenings. Uh, I was on Nextdoor, and uh, it, w it was a dog. And it just said, uh, looking for a girlfriend. Looking for a girlfriend. It was a dog. I don't really know the logic of that. Um, so I fucked the dog. I did. I gave it what it wanted, and that was so much funnier in my head. God! <laughs> it's kind of funny, right? He's looking for a girlfriend. And, uh, yeah, you know, I messaged him back, and I fucked the dog. I did. Uh, no, I didn't fuck the dog. It just made me think, I think it's sooner or later there will be a Tinder for dogs. I think that's going to happen. There will, it'll be around soon. There's more dogs than children in this city, so I think it's only a matter of time. I think dogs will lie on their profiles just like humans. They'll be like, you know, my paws are 5'5". Five five. I don't know. This is so bad. I, I was so not prepared. God. Sorry, Pam. Yes, exactly. Thank you, Brady. Uh... I wrote this down. I thought this was funny. Is it crazy? Dinosaur. Everybody talks about how we were barely, we've barely been around in time compared to dinosaurs. Dinosaurs were around for like millions of years, and they did not think of Uber Eats. What a bunch of idiots! They didn't think of that. We've been around for like a quarter of the time they've been around. Fucking, what were they doing that entire time? It's so strange. The word. Remember when you guys were kids? And, like, the worst thing anyone could call you was gay. Right, Brady? That was a really mean thing. 
to be called. I had to make sure it was okay, but it, you know what I'm saying, right? I would get called, I would get, people would be mean to me. They would, they would be like, Ian, you're, you're being so gay right now, right? And I would take it really, I hated it as a kid, but now that I'm older, when people are like, Ian, you're being very straight right now, I get the same reaction. I'm like, no, I'm fucking, I could fuck a dude, maybe. Like, it's so weird how it's shifted a little bit. It's like, well, no, maybe, maybe I dip into that. I was talking to a dude the other day, and, or sorry, I was talking to a person, and uh, their, name, their name was Arwin, and I, their, their, their pronouns were their name. They, they said, my pronouns are just Arwin my name. That's, that's a new one. I've never heard of that. I don't really care about it, but I want to do that. I want to change. Can, I, can my pronouns be, oh, there goes guy with big dick. There he goes. Walk it down the street. I have a big penis. Okay, that's all I got. Thank you, Pam. Ian Langley. <laughs> He's not gonna. I. I the dog. Fuck, I think dog Tinder's funny. I don't know. It's weird. There's something there. All right, your next comedian. Put your hands together, everybody, for Brady Pearson. Well, hello, Mutiny Radio. Hello, gentlemen. It's all boys tonight. Oh, what a thrilling, thrilling thing to be with such beautiful gentlemen. And um, do you have a big dick there, Ian? Is, is that? It's not bad. The reviews are in. The reviews are in it. So is it getting like four stars on Yelp or is it four and a half? That's just the inches though, right? Hello, coming in. Oh, please, please. Hi, welcome. Thank you for coming to my show. It's so good to have you here. It's wonderful. Oh man, I really love when I hear like people like just I just turned twenty two. That's so elucidating. Um, do you know what elucidating means? Google that, I guess. Elucidating, right? Okay. I mean, let's see. When you were twenty, let's see. That, that was twenty two years. Da 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 da. I really do have underwear older than you. I think I have stains on pants older than you. Um. So they can clone me when I'm dead, because I'm certainly not having kids. But um, guys, I want to ask you a question. So this been, I've been hearing a lot of discussion about alphas and beta males, right? Are there any alphas in the room that I can talk to? I thought so. No. <laughs> Jared, no. Yeah, Jared's like, well, I mean, he would be an alpha if it was made of like 16 chihuahuas. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, if you want to call it that, I mean, that's a bunch of bitches. Sorry, Jared. <laughs> it's easy up here. Jesus has nothing to do with it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> look at me. I'm still up here. And <laughs> I'm very excited because, like, everything old, I didn't, everything old is new again, right? We've got Christina Aguilera is coming back up. Everything from the 20s is coming back, like, uh, early 2000s, polio. If you ever think we'd see polio, I mean, that, that's a hit from the past. I'm very excited about that. I do believe that the plague is coming back. And we're talking about Republicans. Anyone else excited about our new Republican overlords, everything going on? Are we excited? Prepared? I'm trying to get prepared. I think, like, what if I had a job or something? What if I was popular or had some talent? 
I think I may have missed my opportunity. I could have been a marketing consultant. And so I've created two um, fragrances for the American condition. The first one is called White Woman. You've got to say it like that. You've got to be like, White Woman. Her tagline is, Always in front. Gentlemen, straight guys, I know you want something too because there's nothing worse. You don't want to feel left out because there's nothing worse than a straight guy feeling left out, right? You feel that. So I have something for you. It's called Entitled. The tagline is, it's how you feel. Oh, yes. I mean, like, and it scares me because there's, there seems like there's nothing new anymore. Does anyone know who Harrison Ford is? Okay. So now he was in uh, Star Wars. We loved him in that. He was hot and sexy. And then we saw him in Indiana Jones. And did you know, for the love of Jesus, there's Indiana Jones 5. Indiana Jones and the Adventure of the Golden Walker. That whip will not be tight, I'll tell you that. I mean, are, are we going to see the strings behind him? I'm worried. I mean, why can we just animatize him at this point? If we can drag C Carrie Fisher's dead ass through space covered in ice, and then maybe we can actually um, Photoshop in a better performance. I feel so close to you guys tonight. And I want to share with you a new song from the musical that I've never written. A little orphan fanny. And it goes a little something like this. It's a hard cock life for us. It's a hard cock life for us. I'll fuck you, fuck me. Get down on your knees. It's a hard cock life. Thank you, gentlemen. See you tomorrow. Brady Pearson, everyone. It's a silly tag, but at the end of your... It, in, the tagline's always... Uh, the entitled it, maybe it smells like teen spirit because that was the grunge from the time when white men would i mean that's kind of dumb but you could be like smells like teen spirit and then that's because it's a nirvana thing anyway uh yay brady uh hey your next comedian put your hands together for max oh change How's everybody doing tonight? Ah, it's great to be on the radio tonight. Man, man. Uh, had a crazy week. How was your weekend, guys? How was your weekend? That's good. That's good. Um, I've been watching a lot of Tom Cruise movies. How many of you guys watch Tom Cruise movies? All right. That's great. That's great. I, I watched, like, all of the Tom Cruise movies, and by that, I mean Mission Impossible, like, six times each because there's like six Mission Impossible movies. I kind of realize, I'm like, why are they calling this Mission Impossible? He always accomplishes the mission in each one. They should call this Mission Improbable. That's why they invented Kim Possible. It's just a sexier, taller version of Tom Cruise. Like, how can you jump from building to building and still be so unfuckable? <laughs> but yeah, anyways. Anyways. Yeah, so what do we got? We got Thanksgiving coming up. How do we, who, who got their Thanksgiving plans? Yeah, man. 
I tell you, it's very crazy. I mean, you got the Halloween motherfuckers who love talking about Hocus Pocus. You got the Christmas people, count of days till Christmas. You got those honey ham motherfuckers. It's the Halloween spirit of November. Oh, man. I, and you know what? Yesterday, like, I had to go to the, like, the most dangerous place that you can ever go on a Sunday. And that's Dollar Tree. This is one of, the, one of those cases where I had to question a lot of my humanity, right? I'm not somebody that's like about hitting, uh, hitting other women or elderly people, maybe kids, but I was getting pushed. I was getting really pushed here. Man, and like the woman in front of me, this nice, nice black old lady, right? She's trying to get her stuff. She's filling her stuff with like, like a bunch of spam, a bunch of old-fashioned ham, and like... This Asian woman cuts between the both of us. And I'll tell you, you make a lot of enemies during the holidays. You also make a lot of friends. And she goes out, out there and she was running. I'm like, hey, you, you can't be cutting in line. And she was like, starts raising, the Asian woman starts raising her voice. She's like, what? What are you talking about? I'm not raising my voice. And then she starts slapping her. And guess what? Like, like all the Dollar Tree people were just like, yo, we're not getting involved. We don't want to get police enforcement out here. So we got we're too much today. They got a long line. So they go in there and then all and then like all of that was done. I asked the lady how she was doing and she was like, "Man, I just came from church. I did not want to get violent today." Ah, man, but let me tell you something. It it's a crazy time out there. It's a very crazy time for Thanksgiving. Oh, man, what you what you guys are thankful for? Uh, you, me, you too, you too. Thanks, especially for the dog fucking. Like we, we like honest people. I mean, <laughs> I'm glad that we were able to like get like get that heard on the radio, so that way the government can like you know check this out. <laughs> we gotta. That's what we want. We gotta be infamous. But yeah, I I went I went to a party the other day. Yeah, you wanna you wanna talk about domestic terrorism? We got like <laughs> we got like twenty motherfuckers at this party, right? And this is a potluck thing. The host was like, "Bring anything that you want," right? All we got was chips and motherfucking soda. Yeah, chips and soda. You know those people. You've been at these parties, right? So. One guy felt so bad about it. I'm like, God damn, we're missing stuff. And like, then one guy's like, all right, I'll make sure we're going to get, we're going to get something really quick. Guy comes back with a pack of fucking White Claws. You ever had dry, like warm temperature White Claws with a bunch of awkward motherfuckers? The worst thing. And the worst part of that is there was, this one, there was one woman who was bitching about the food, who was complaining about it. And I'm like, oh my God, this fucking vegan like, you can't even have, you don't even have half the food pyramid. What do you have the right to bitch? Anyway, that's my time, so thank you guys. Keep it going for man. White Claw is vegan. Oh, you okay? What happened? Everybody okay? Go. All right, your next comedian. It's you, Jared. Yeah. Clap your hands together for Jared Senna. 
What's going on, everybody? How are we doing? Not prepared, but whatever. Let's go. I am the doggy and fucked. Uh, all right. All right. Off to a very awkward start. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, okay. All right. I um, guess we're just going to do this with all this going on. Uh, how are you doing? Uh, my name's Jared. Uh, it's come to uh, my attention that I have anger issues. Uh, actually, I uh, got fired from my last job because of it. But honestly, in retrospect, my anger actually allowed me to respect myself or to stand up for myself. You know, someone needed to tell that 12-year-old I was tutoring to go fuck himself. All right? Uh, like, fuck children. Uh, uh, like, honestly, like, especially at that point, like, fuck being the bigger person. At 12 years old, like, children are already fucking bigger than me. You know, yeah, yeah. This joke used to kill. Now it's just <laughs> giving up on the joke already. All right, <laughs> we're gonna work on that. Um, you know, uh, d d d I've been uh, dealing with my anger issues by trying to get into activism. Um, all right, yeah, uh, uh. By activism, I mean uh, cyberbullying Republicans online uh, on YouTube. That's what I've been doing, all right? All right? These people have very problematic posts and viewpoints that are a relic of the past century, and someone needs to tell them that their views are old-fashioned. I don't give a fuck if it's my own grandparents, you know? Um, yeah. Um, I think I've been going too far. Uh, I've been, uh, getting too passionate about this. Uh, uh, the online burner accounts that I've created, uh, to cyberbully Republicans. You want to know how bad my anger gets? My online burner accounts are now arguing with each other. Uh, uh, my grandparents are starting to think that they're starting to suspect it's me. So, uh, I've created another burner account. To put to, uh, oh my god, uh, <laughs> this is going great. I love stand up, I love open mics. This is open mic energy. We got a dude on his phone. Okay, I was doing the same to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, it's 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 not personal, like. <laughs> <laughs> That's better than the jokes I'm doing right now. You guys down to do that? Read all his personal texts? Let's go through your camera roll. <laughs> all right. I'll take that silence for a yes. Come on up here. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I have jokes to tell. You know what? Never mind. All right. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. I love the internet. I really do. Because it provided me a lot of resources that I didn't have that people that Gen X and boomers didn't have. And by resources, I really just mean porn. I'm grateful for the internet for lots of porn. Uh, I was talking to an older, uh, to one of my older uh, exer cousins. He told me that at one point he had no porn. So... He just had to learn how to draw so that he can draw what he can draw what 
draw something to masturbate to. That sounds horrific, right? I think it does. Uh, I can never live in a town like in a time like that. Uh, I'm glad I have the internet I, that I can look up whatever I want. Now, I with the internet, I can look up how to draw what I want to masturbate to. <laughs> yeah, dude, I can have perfect shading. I can have the perfect measurements. You know, you know. Uh, Sully from Monsters Inc. is really hard to draw, and it's hard to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's been my time. Give it up for Pam. Jared Senna is chiaroscuro shading. Chiaroscuro shading. Is that what it is? Cool. Yay. Uh, Your next comedian, clap your hands together for Denise Lee. I, I can't believe it's almost December. I had a New Year's resolution in January to procrastinate less. Have not started that yet, but have like 30 days. Damn, I was so excited about these jokes. <laughs> and then I came in, I was like, oh, my self-esteem is going to take a toll after this for sure. Um, it's okay. It's humbling. Uh, I got I got offered ketamine for the first time recently, and I I thought it was cool, um, except I didn't really know what ketamine was. And my friend was like, "Oh, ketamine is a horse tranquilizer, and you really need it." And suddenly the offer seemed less flattering, and I was like, "No, I'm good. I don't need ketamine. I'm afraid of the taste." And my friend was like, oh, that's okay. I'll put the ketamine on a potato chip. And I thought about it for a second. And finally, I was like, can I just have the potato chips? I, I feel like I'm afraid to try drugs because, like, I don't want to, like, I, I'm afraid of losing control, you know, like, of my bowels. Does Is that a common fear? No. Okay. Yeah, you know, like I just feel like I am constantly trying not to shit myself all day, you know. And if I'm on drugs, I just don't know if I can exert that control. Uh, as a teenager, I was positive. I was so sure that I was a lesbian, uh, and then it turns out I just wanted friends. That was a realization for sure. I would, I, there was this girl, Caitlin, who I wanted to hang out with all the time. I wanted to sleep over at her house. And turns out I didn't want, like, to see her vagina. I just wanted companionship. Uh, <laughs> like, I would always, I would always stare at all these girls' bodies and I'd be like, oh my God, so beautiful. Um, but it turns out I didn't want to be with them. I just wanted to be them, you know? It was different. Uh, I didn't. I didn't watch any any porn growing up, but I did read a lot of it. You know, because TV rots your brain. I just figured, like, if I'm gonna sin, I just want to hone my reading comprehension skills. Uh, the first porn I ever read was erotic Harry Potter fan fiction, so that was very specific. <laughs> People would be like, oh, who is your favorite author? And I'd be like, oh, you know, like Sexy Patronus or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I didn't. I, I feel like I'm, I don't really try and, like, you know, submit to Asian stereotypes. 
but I do love throwing the peace sign randomly (laughs) 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 when the occasion does not call for it at all. Uh, One thing I really like doing is saying hello and goodbye with the peace sign, which I feel like is socially acceptable, but it gets real awkward when you think someone's saying hello to you and they're not. And usually if you're waving at someone and they're not waving at you, you can just run your hand through your hair. But if you're throwing the peace sign and they're not saying hello to you, like, what do you what do you do with that? You know, then I'm just like, oh, I'm a bunny. I don't know. (laughs) 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 So stupid. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Okay. Um, God, I feel like I should kind of just end there, though, (laughs) on the bunny. (laughs) Great. Let's let's end on a high note. Thank you so much for listening. Denise Lee, everyone. We have a couple comedians left. Some of them aren't here yet, so we'll see what happens. Uh, but your next comedian, put your hands together for Kava to sing. One second. All right, um, my friend, uh, she's so nervous about, uh, she can't reject guys, okay? She's so nervous about hurting their feelings, and so she, so she can't be straight with them. Um, and I'm like, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, you're wasting both his time and yours with your, dis- with your dishonesty. Um, that's like, that's why when I reject a guy, um, or the last one I rejected, I just sent him a vase of flowers with a note that said, the last time we kissed, I felt nothing. Um, and I think that's the exact right way to reject someone. It's like very gentle, but also straightforward. Um, but yeah, I think rejection is always, it's always super hard. Um, no matter how like not personal you want to make it, someone always, always ends up getting hurt. Like, uh, this guy, we went on three dates and things just like fizzled out. Um, and then he just like, he messaged me three months later with this like text that was very casual and so informal. It was like, hello, I just wanted to level set slash realign expectations. I am no longer interested nor feeling it. And I just responded to him. I was like, yeah, um, to whom it may concern, uh, was not expecting a return offer as it has been three months since. Uh, since then, I have signed a contract with another man by the way, I am thriving right now. Like, you just got like very jerk. <laughs> um, my mom, it's so weird. My mom is so fucking weird. My mom, anytime my uncle would like come over, she would tell me to put on a turtleneck just to hide my shoulders, implying that my uncle would like hypersexualize me or something at family events. And I'm like, what the fuck, mom? Like. Men are going to hypersexualize you no matter what you wear. Like, R. Kelly didn't pursue young women because their capris were too tight, you know? Needless to say, I don't need to see Uncle Sid and his boxers to know that he's a baddie. Um, that was so stupid. I think I'm going to just retire that. Um, my mom is really sexually repressed, um, which sometimes come to m- comes to my benefit because she's always going through my drawers. Um, so... I actually do hide, I actually do place my vibrators in, in uh, 
my vibrator in plain sight uh, when I do when I am home because she just perceives it as like a really precise back massager um, and something I do appreciate. Uh, oh yeah, I um I don't believe in boundaries. I mean, I do believe in boundaries. Not really. When it comes to friends, I just think the best thing to do is you just throw yourself at them enough and eventually they will give up and like let you in to their life. Um, one time, one time my friend, uh, I was, I was bored one day and I called my friend and I was like, dude, I'm coming over. And she was like, no, don't come over. And I was like, I don't care. So I showed up, uh, and she was breaking up with her boyfriend, which you could totally feel. Cause it felt like the oxygen was just like sucked out of the air. Um, and she comes up to me and she's like, dude, now is not a good time. And I look at her and I'm like, Priya, I know that that relationship is ending but we are going to be stronger than ever, you know? And she was like, dude, no, like, I, I really think that you should go. And I was like, what, like, what are you, like, what are you saying? She's like, no, you should leave. And I was like, dude, if you give up on us, like, we're never going to get, like, we're, we're never going to make things work. She made me leave. It was really sad. Um, mm -mm. yeah. I didn't, damn, I, I should have wrote today. But, um, okay, one of the things, uh, w one of these emojis that, like, drives me nuts. Well, actually, it didn't drive me nuts. Like, emojis have specific emotions that they're trying to convey. Um, there's, like, this hugging emoji, and it's like this. There's, like, a hugging emoji, and I always perceived it as, like, a roast emoji because no one really hugs like this. And so I was just thinking to myself, like, this whole time I've been sending passive aggressive messages that were like just supposed to be aggressive there's no joke there okay thank you guys so much Kavita, everyone all right jason and dan aren't here yet but you know who is he's new to the room put your hands together for bo davis hi i'm new be gentle um how y'all doing tonight? How y'all doing tonight? Good. Happy to be here. Happy to be in the Bay Area. I'm not from here. Folks can tell. I'm not sure how. The other day I was at the farmer's market. I was trying to buy garlic. I took the garlic to the garlic salesman. I tried to buy the garlic. And he said, uh, you're not from here, are you? And I was like, what about the way I picked the garlic gave that away? Is there an essential way that Californians pick their garlic that I'm unaware of? And he was like, this guy would know because he was like very California. He's like what Fox News pops up when they talk about California, like ponytail, no shoes, smelled more like the garlic than the garlic he was selling. And he was like, I'm just getting some crazy vibes from your aura, which completed the entire picture. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, yeah, like, are you from Kentucky? Which is super insulting, because A, that's not how auras work. If auras are a thing, it's like I'm getting positive energy from you or like, this person's not to be trusted. It's not Nebraska. It's not just a state. You can't tell that from an aura. And secondly, I was insulted because, yeah, I was from Kentucky. How the fuck did he nail that? That's exactly where I was from. And my aura betrayed me. I didn't know that was a possible thing. I, I had to buy another head of garlic right there on the spot. That garlic hippie was apparently psychic. It was only when I got home and I looked in the mirror that I realized I wore a hat that said Kentucky that day. And I was like, oh, he wasn't psychic. He's just kind of an asshole and I'm stupid. Like that was the entirety of the thing there. Um, 
So yeah, I am new to the area. I just moved out here. I'm originally from rural Kentucky, and now I live in Oakland, so my parents are concerned. That's how that works. They're permanently concerned, um, which isn't fair because we're from a town called Hazard, Kentucky. You know, like it's big talk from a place like that. Is, its name is a synonym for danger. You understand that, right? Like someone was founding Hazard, Kentucky, and they were like, "We should warn people before they come. It's not the best. It's not the best we've got." Um, and no, it wasn't like it wasn't like it was doing well when I was living there. When I was a kid. We were named the least happy town in America by Dr. Oz. That's like a real thing that happened. They named Sunnyvale number one, so it was like a pretty shit list. But still, like, we were the least happy town in America, and it was that Dr. Oz. It wasn't a different Dr. Oz. So you can only imagine how much I enjoyed these midterms. You have no idea. Like, I've never lived in Pennsylvania, and I never will, but I was so invested. I know I should be more invested when it's like, lives on the line and like democracy and freedom but i just kind of wanted to see dr oz eat shit after that and he did it was lovely um <laughs> let's see what the fuck else do i have jesus i didn't think i'd have this much time so this is this is fun um big talk from da -da 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 -da. yeah honestly that's that's about it but uh, thanks to all four of you really appreciate it <laughs> Davis, everyone, new to San Francisco. Good luck, buddy. Um, Jason King is parking his fancy car, and here he comes, everybody. Jason King. How's it going, everyone? I'm illegally parked. What's going on? Fuck yeah. I give a shit. <laughs> Who cares? Uh, what's going on? I just came back from New York. I had a good time. Um, I feel like whenever I, uh, I feel like when I was in New York, whenever I got off stage, a lot of people told me uh, that I'm a good writer, um, which just feels like the comedy version of telling a black person that they're well spoken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, the thing is, you know, they're like this guy talks about his feelings and he doesn't say bitch too much. Um, Okay, cool. Okay, my recorder's out. Here we go. Um, what do I want to talk about? Everybody having a good time? Good day? All right, cool. I, um, I don't know if you saw this in the news, um, but uh, Chris Brown had a, a dedication to Michael Jackson planned. Did you see this? There was a dedication to Michael Jackson at the AMAs, and at the last minute, they canceled it. Right? And, I'm, and people were upset. I was like, I, I'm surprised that they signed off on it in the first place, you know? Like you would, you would, uh, you would think they'd think, you know, well, you know, what does a victim considering audience want nowadays? It's like, yeah, a, a domestic abuser dedicating a song and dance to a pedophile. <laughs> that's, what, that's what the people want. All right. Um, okay, cool. I, um, I feel like a candle store is a very good place to get COVID. You know, because, like, you're just going around, like, you pick up something, you're like, ooh, what does this smell like? And you're like, hmm, smells like nothing. <laughs> All right, cool. Dumb. <laughs> dumb. Dumb joke. Okay. I, um, I think it's strange that we still call, like, white tank tops wife beaters, right? Like, because how often do you hear people going around, like, calling, like, clothes or, or calling, like, things by the atrocities that they've caused, you know? 
right? Like you, you can't, you can't go into Sephora and buy a yellow face. Yeah. All right. That's okay. That one's okay. I, um, I think it's, I think it's weird that guys will hate women for the problems that they cause. Yeah. Like guys will be like, oh, I'm tired of like women getting all the, all the followers on Instagram. You know, I'm just, just stop liking the tits. <laughs> You know, this is, you, you did this. This is your fault. All right, cool. That one didn't work. <laughs> um, okay. Um, I feel like a lot of people think that bitch is an offensive word, you know, because you're calling a woman a female dog, you know, but hear me out. All right. If I call my boys dogs, isn't that just grammatically correct? You know, Mr. Mrs. Dogs, Bitches. <laughs> you know, dude, like, don't get mad at me because my good grammar, you know? It's not my it's not my fault the English language is gendered. <laughs> All right. All right, cool. Um, that one is whatever. <laughs> I, uh, I'll say this. I, uh, I'm embarrassed to say this, but I really like when women suck my nipples. No, it's um, it's good, <laughs> you know. And the thing is, like, I'm afraid to tell women because I don't want them to use it against me in an argument. You know, like I don't want to be like I don't want to be in a public place and all of a sudden my girlfriend's like, "And this is why I sucked your tits." Yeah. I don't want that. Uh, yeah, like, and, and that's the moment where I'm ter- teary-eyed and I turn back at her and I'm like, "I trusted you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank you i also did like I, I feel like a clown um but i um i also don't want the bedroom talk to change you know i don't want to be in the bedroom and she's milking me <laughs> all of a sudden the neighbors here move for me you fucking cow and i'm f- coming so hard i'm just in the room <laughs> yeah the police knock on the door. It's like, we hear an animal getting abused in there. I was like, I just walk out to the door with mangled tits. It's like, I am the animal. <laughs> you know? All right, guys, it's my time. Thank you very much. Peace out. Jason King, everyone. All right. He's here. He made it in time. Put your hands together for Dan Guan. Dan, it's you. Hey, what's going on? Hey, I had to finish a Zoom show, and we had to, we brought that back, which is super cool. Yeah, I uh, yeah, recently I, I work in an office, guys, and um, you know, we a lot of my coworkers are meeting each other for the first time. Some of them only met each other on Zoom, and uh, I find that everybody always says the same thing. Like you run into somebody, you're like, oh my god, you're so much taller than I expected, which is so crazy. You're like, right? Like, why are we so obsessed with our each other's heights? You know, like you don't see me going to someone and being like, oh my god. You're way shorter than I expected. <laughs> like, like you know, like you don't you don't go up to someone and be like, yeah, you had tall person energy. Like next thing I'm gonna go into the office and be like, dude, you shouldn't be working here. You should be playing in the NBA. Like, what are you doing with your life? Like, you know, uh, which is crazy. Uh, which is crazy. Um, uh, I, I, some of you guys already know this. Actually, uh, I am actually a runner. I'm a big runner. Thank you. One, one, woo, the sound from a, from a, from a whistle. I, um, 
Listen, guys, I'll admit it. I think runners, we're like the weirdest people on the planet, right? We're the weirdest people on the planet. I think one of the weirdest things that we always go about by is that we always say that the runner's high is the biggest benefit of running. Uh, and I, I don't think, I, I think, I don't think that's a really authentic answer. You know, like one time my guy, me and my guy, we were running through the park and we were just going through and he's like, dude, I just can't wait to run to get this high. And I'm like, dude, there's an easier way to get it. You run in the city, just go get drugs. Like, what do you, <laughs> there's just a way easier way to get it. The same guy is also pretty weird too, right? Because like he, I think as runners, he, a lot of times we'll just say the weirdest stuff to get other people into running. Like one other day, we went finish like a three mile run, and he's like, you know, finishing up, and I'm like, dude, how'd that go? And he's like already out of breath, and he's just screaming, saying, "Oh man, I felt like fucking my girl." Like what? Which is so crazy, right? Because it's just like if you think that like running is kind of feels like having sex, then walking must then feel like disappointing your girlfriend, you know? So, all right, well, well two delayed chuckles. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. Um, guys, uh, some of you guys also noticed as well, I used to work in a Chinese restaurant. Yeah, yeah. I, I spent a lot of time, most formative years working at that Chinese restaurant. Uh, big thing about, uh, and the, one of the things about that I felt like I missed out on in high school was dating. Uh, but a lot of times my dad would also tell me, he's like, hey, son, you know, if you want, you can bring girls to this restaurant. And I don't think that's a really great dating advice, dad. And I realized this because bringing a girl to your Chinese restaurant that your parents work at can only mean two things. Biggest pro, waiter is your wingman. Biggest con, the waiter's your freaky uncle. So, like, you know, it's just not ideal. You don't want the waiter going around and be like, huh, you should, date, you should date my nephew. He has a great dong. Anyway, um, no. So, uh, hmm. What else do I really want to try? What else do I really want to try? Uh, all right. Some of you guys actually, uh, have may have heard of this. Some of you guys may have not have heard of this. Uh, you guys have been getting spam text messages lately. You guys been getting, getting spam text messages lately. Yeah, I think these spam text messages are getting way too creative these days, right? They're going beyond the whole Bitcoin thing. Because the other day I just got a text message that just said, I made cake at home. Welcome to taste it at my home. Which, you know, listen, if you fall for that, I'm not going to say you're an idiot. But I am offended that this person thinks I'm diabetic. Like what? Like what do you like? Come on, dude. Like, all right, never mind. That's that. That, that was a dud of a joke. Um, dun, 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 dun. anything else I wanted to try? Uh, you know what? I think that'll be good for me for today. Thanks a lot, guys. Hey. Dan Guan, everyone. Woo! I have like one thing that I'm kind of working on, so. Bear with me. Jason was talking about his nipples. I think it's, no, but I think it's weird that women or all females, all, when you have a baby, you have a gland in your nipple that swells up and it excretes a liquid that has both caloric and nutritive compounds in it. And we've normalized that. And we suckle babies and we do this and we're like, okay. And then we do it to cows and stuff and it's like, all right. But then I was thinking men also secrete a liquid that has both calorative and protein and 
nutritive content. And before you think I'm advocating babies sucking dicks, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that it's, it's a renewable resource because women can only do it after they have a baby, but men can do it once they're through puberty all the way until they die. So is it the hubris of man to not think about taking their own jizz to save the world? I mean, you have the answer to world hunger in your nutsack, but you're all just so self-centered. You're like, yeah, we'll suck off these titties that only create every once in a while if they do this specialized thing that we don't respect them for. Yet... It has protein. Can't you homogenize or pasteurize it? I mean, it's it's got to be like peanut butter. Like, it's the best nut butter. No? Is this not... Am I a crazy person? Like, I... I don't, do I smoke too much weed? I, I just think that it's just so silly that... Men, no, but that women... We don't think it's gross that we pump our glands on our tits and that we have weird fat things on our body and everybody's like, oh, yeah... And then you look at a cow and you're like, yeah, I'll suck on that, which looks exactly like a dick. So, I don't know. Can, we, can you guys figure out, can men figure out a way to save world hunger through their nutsack for feminism or something? I don't know. That's the thing I'm working on. Okay, thanks for being here tonight, you guys. Yay. Mutiny Radio Dad FM is the fan round. 
Sound Sound Show, in which we're featuring the music from the films of John Hughes. So if you please, please, please listen to the rest of this show, you will dig it.
assassins are already dead. A shadowy group of killers for hire is eliminating world leaders, crime lords, and CIA agents. Inexplicably, the deceased contract killers have the DNA of people who are long dead. CIA...
got to move. That gun got to move. Don't you know you got to move?
That deacon got to move. That deacon got to move. Don't you know he got to move? Classic Community Radio. FM Black History Month going on.
a song that we, we, we don't always get a chance to do. Uh, we would like to do a song that we, we, we don't always get a chance to do uh, everywhere we play. It's called Chicken.
at radio station WDVH in Gainesville, Florida to talk to Kathleen Knapp of the University of Florida and welcome to our women. This is Hugh Downs, another of our great moments for you. Our guest today backstage at the Off-Broadway production of the star of the show, James Earl Jones. Welcome to our show, James. Thank you. Your father is also an actor, isn't he, James? Yes, he's been in the theater for uh, a number of years. Uh, he's still in the theater. He's playing in the Pinter plays now. I understand Othello is your father's favorite role. Do you play it as he would? 
Um, when I first came into the theater, that's all we talked about. He made me read Iago, though. See? <laughs> so I got uh, a lot of the things I'm doing because I am really too young for the role. Uh, the image I use is him, is, is my father. He is Othello, you might say. Have you had a chance to work together professionally? Yes. We worked in a play called Moon and a Rainbow Shawl. But we didn't play father and son, we played uh, neighbors. Is, is it hard to relate playing on... Son, we played uh, neighbors. Is, is it hard to relate playing opposite to him and have the character not be his son? It's not hard, but I find it trying because he knows a little bit too much about me pri privately so that uh, I, it's hard for me to convince myself that I'm a different person than I'm on the stage with him. A question for a young man listening now. Do you want a career with an unlimited future and plenty of excitement? where you can enjoy one great moment after another in the motor maintenance field of the new Action Army. You'll get top-notch technical training in such challenging fields as automotive and aircraft engine repair. If you're a qualified high school graduate, see your local Army recruiter. My thanks, James Earl Jones, for talking with us today. Thank you. Great Moments for Young Americans was furnished by the United States Army. Thank <laughs> you.
Sunrise, Egypt, roll six, sync, December 
on you. 